Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Super Bowl week. Teams got to Las Vegas yesterday. Can't wait for this game. Before you know it, it'll be combine time. New league year starts on March 13th. The Senior Bowl is over. NFL Network did a good job covering that last week. Andrew Siciliano was there. He's going to join us tomorrow. He'll hop on the program. Just gives a, uh, give us a few thoughts. The, the risers, the fallers. Always happens. Doesn't seem like the quarterbacks, any of the quarterbacks really stood out. I mean, Penix didn't even end up playing in the game. Bo Nix was uh, up and down most of the week and throughout the day yesterday. I guess Spencer Radler, probably the the best performance winning the MVP award. But uh, the the biggest names weren't playing anyway from a quarterback standpoint. I'm not sure anybody else really did much to distinguish themselves. For the Bears, it certainly seems like it's going to come down, if they go quarterback, it's going to come down to one of three names, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, or Drake May. Brad Biggs wrote in his column in the Tribune over the weekend that from the GMs he spoke to, most people do feel the Bears are staying at one to draft a quarterback and in all likelihood will be Caleb Williams. Lincoln Riley, his old coach, was a guest this morning on Good Morning Football. And I just want to play this because I want you to take a listen. They were asking him about what stands out about Caleb. And he didn't talk too much about the arm or the off-platform throws or you know what he can and can't do as a quarterback, but just sort of the makeup a little bit. This was Lincoln Riley this morning on Good Morning Football talking about Caleb Williams. Well, I think one of the things that, that the teams could point to, and, and listen, we all know there's a there's a reason, you know, if you're drafting that early, there's there's a reason why. You know, you can look at you know the courage that this guy had. Um, you know, when when he left Oklahoma, he certainly, you know, he could have went a lot of different directions. Um, he could have went to programs that were more Certainly more seasoned and further along than, than coming out with us to USC to, to restart really in every way possible. Uh, but that's the route that he chose. And he, you know, obviously was a huge part of, of us being able to, to get this thing off the ground here in the first few years. Did a tremendous job, um, not only playing, but just, just leading and, and, uh, you know, really kind of inspiring his teammates. And, and I think that courage to step in that situation when he could have gone into a lot of others. You know, it says a lot about him, the competitor, and, and the fact that there's no challenge that, that you know, he feels like that, that he can't, you know, be a part of overcoming. And so I think that's a that's a, a great piece of his mentality. It's a great insight into who he is. And, and certainly when you combine that with the, the elite physical skills that he has, you can see why you know, a lot of people are excited about him. And, and the fun thing for this guy is, like, he's still a young player. Like, he's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he he's got a lot of ball left. I, you know, a lot of people don't know he didn't play a senior year of high school because of COVID. You know, and he didn't play uh, for us in Oklahoma until the second half of his freshman year. So, like this guy's still got a long ways to go in his climb, and that's going to be fun to watch him as he uh, takes that step into the next level. That was Lincoln Riley, the USC head coach, talking about Caleb Williams. Another thing that's been kind of going around since late last week is over the weekend. I think uh, Danny Kelly. Danny Kelly is in the media now is a former a, a scout with the New York Jets. So he's been in the league. Uh, does a lot of stuff for the ringer. Right. Uh, does a lot of draft analysis and things like that. Sure. He's kind of a hot name because like he had Brock Purdy as the second best quarterback uh, last, in year. last year. Now last year's quarterback class. Now he'd be special if he said CJ Stroud was number one. That's true. 
If he said Stroud was yeah. number one and Purdy I, was number two, and I should say two years, years ago. ago. I should two say years two ago. years. So they're ago. not in the same one. Yeah. Two years ago for Purdy. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I should. You're, you're right, Eric. It would have been awesome though if he said last year, like CJ is definitely the number one. And I don't know if he did or didn't. He really kind of. Gained some momentum because, like, oh, this guy actually called it. But that, that the quarterback class two years ago stunk. Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, yeah. it stunk. Uh, Desmond Ritter, you know, whom I loved at Cincinnati, but I wondered. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't look like he can play in the NFL. That that class stunk. But he did. He was one of the few guys that said Brock Purdy can play and he'll play in the NFL. And he had him as the second best quarterback prospect, and so. That's not to say that he's always going to be right. No, he, he was had on that a, one right. He, he had on, that one right. He was on a station in Tampa over the weekend. And, and I don't know. I listened twice because I thought I misheard it. He's like, that's why I give Caleb Williams a fourth-round grade. I don't know how you give Caleb Williams a fourth-round grade. I mean, we're trying to get Danny Kelly on to ask him about it. Yeah, like what does he see? Fourth-round grade. What does he see? But I was reading through his on, – on The Ringer had a mock late last week. Right. And they had Caleb Williams going number one to the Bears, and then Danny Kelly gave – I mean, it's a long scouting report if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah. You can see there's a lot of words in it. I don't have to read the whole thing, but, like, the biggest thing I think for certain guys that don't love him is they fear the hero ball. Like, the hero ball stuff is going to get him in trouble more than it's going to help him in, in the, the NFL. NFL. Yeah. Yes. You That's worry about the big him, concern. You worry about him being a turnover machine then. That's what you're worried about. And you can't overcome turnovers, usually. In the NFL, it's hard. Right. It is. The days of 25 touchdowns, 22 interceptions are the days long gone. That was when they were still trying to figure out what quarterbacks could be, how good they could be, things like that. They were still trying to figure that out. They figured out there's an efficient way of playing football. Hmm. Okay? And you can play it with your legs, too, because Mahomes does. Mahomes has. Yes. Brock Purdy has. Yeah. He's played it with his legs when he had to. Last week, for sure. Two weeks 100%. ago. 100%. Yeah. Last week, yeah. Some of the biggest plays that you'll see in some games is a guy, it's not there, the playing man, they're running with their backs to you. Yeah, yeah. Get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Now's the time to make it happen if you can't. So yeah. what else is there? The hero ball. We got it. That seems to be, like, the biggest thing. But even in his breakdown, like, he wrote some things. What are his that, limitations? Um... Yeah, I'll read a little yeah, bit. It's there's like, got to be some You know, he writes, obviously, about, like, the things that do dazzle, right? Uh, you know, uh, he's drawn comparisons to Patrick Mahomes for his ability to keep plays alive. The arm. Buy himself, extra, uh, buy himself an extra beat, then make ridiculously difficult throws From into small Different range. arm angles. Yes. Yes. Those plays also highlight Williams' rear field vision and his talent at throwing on the move. Uh, the former Heisman winner brings extraordinary upper body torque to make throws while running outside the pocket. Seems most comfortable when structure breaks down. And while he's always first looking to throw downfield, he's also a twitchy scrambler with very good balance and body control to make defenders miss in the open field. He turns what appear to be sure sacks into positive gains. The style in which he plays and the way he can turn nothing into something, evading a gaggle of oncoming pass rushers for a man downfield, reminds me a lot of Kyler Murray. And it's not that Williams can't or won't play in structure. On straight dropbacks, and here's a good stat. Listen to this. On straight dropback throws... Of less than 2.5 seconds, he notched a PFF passing grade over the past two seasons of 89.7, fourth best among the Power 5 quarterbacks. He shows good accuracy and anticipation as a thrower when he hits the back foot and gets the ball out. Blah, blah, blah. So, like, you think it's a lot of good stuff. Then some of the bad stuff. He showed erratic accuracy on deep shots this year and seemed to press at times 
and try to do it all by himself, which led to many bad decisions and bad throws, particularly in the loss to Notre Dame. And God, have we talked about that game a lot? And yes, he was awful. We said it when we were when we reconvened that Monday. We were like, "Oh, that's a bad look. That was awful." He'll need to improve his discipline in taking what the defense gives him, checking down, and living to see another play. That's really the only like bad he wrote about him on the ringer. That's why I want to get him on and ask him about what he said on this Tampa station over the weekend where he's like, well, I'd give him a fourth-round grade. It's like a fourth-round grade. Sounds like Kyler Murray, right? That's what he said. He said it reminds me of Kyler Murray. No 4,000-yard seasons. No, but he's been injured. That's hurt. I got you. 16 games, 16 games, 14 games, 11 games. Oh, he did play 16 in his first two years? Yeah, 16 and 16, Carm. Second year he went to the Pro Bowl. 14, he probably would have had in 2021. It probably would have been a 4,000-yard season. It it looks like it's his best season. Okay. By far. Uh, 94 touchdowns, 46 interceptions. Two to one. Two to one. It's pretty, that's, I think that's pretty good. I love it. Solid. And I yeah. think they've gotten better over the course of time. 20 and 12, 26 and 12, 24 and 10. That would have been his best season. 14 and 7, 10 and 5. But still a year that you didn't throw 30 touchdowns, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you're not breaking any records here in the city of Chicago with that quarterbacking, right? No, you're not. So you've got Kyler Murray. Is that enough? Maybe. Maybe. Good question, man. Is Kyler Murray better than Justin Fields? Mm. Gentlemen, over to the right. I offer that yeah, up to you. He is. Kyler Murray is I think better is. than Justin Fields. And a taller Kyler Murray is, I think, definitely oh, yeah. better than Justin Fields. Yeah. There's a um yeah, there's someone, a more accomplished passer than Justin uh, Fields. Mid mid college football season, someone that co- covers college football. I don't know if they say this on on broadcast air or not, so I don't want to out them. Uh but what this person was calling Caleb Williams was tall Kyler Murray. Hmm. So would that be good enough? I feel like that is meant to be a diss. Tall Kyler. But it's better than what the Bears have but now. It's better than Justin Fields, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so taller Kyler Murray, yes. One of the other negatives Danny Kelly writes about in this particular piece from last week, he plays with very little semblance of rhythm, holds the ball for far too long. His average time to throw is 3.16 seconds, six longest among quarterbacks with 200 pass attempts this year, according to PFF. And the biggest challenge he'll face in the pros will undoubtedly be Balancing out the out-of-structure talent with a bigger focus on playing on time and avoiding sacks, Yerk. And, you know, when we hear on time, like, listen, it's one of my biggest, probably my biggest critique of Justin Fields. There's not as much in terms of anticipatory throws and the tight window throws. I think Caleb's more willing to make those. But, like, playing on time, throwing guys open, throwing before a guy's completely out of his break, throwing when you hit the back foot when you're supposed to, with whatever... Like, Waddle did a good job of this a couple of weeks ago, breaking down why guys are great in the NFL, why quarterbacks, why pa- pocket-passing quarterbacks are great in the NFL. And it's about being on time. There is a play that has been called. There is a structure. There is a progression. There is a three or a five or maybe even maybe less rare or you know, more rare these days, Eric, but a seven-step drop. And Waddle was going on this rant. It was good. He's like, that's not just... If you feel like it, no, that's the structure. That's the reason. That's where you hit the back foot. The ball should be coming right. Out. Like that's that's what Brock Purdy does well. And then when you go back, then it's it's throw no throw no throw. That's it. And that's like it. throw no throw no throw. 
And so if you're telling me that it's a great down... it's not even throw no. It's You go back, no, no, throw. Throw, right? Yeah, no, yeah, no, throw. throw. no is too much right, already. Right, exactly. Yeah. No, no, throw. It's no, no, yes. throw. No, and throw. So, that kind of thing. So if you do your analysis of Caleb and you're worried about that, okay, I could see why you'd be worried then if you're a Bear fan, if you're the Bears making the decision, because they've got a lot of that in Justin now. Yeah. An immense talent and sometimes looks great. But it's not always on time. It's not always in rhythm. It, there aren't the anticipatory throws. That's what the Bears are looking for. And if you don't think Caleb could get there, okay, I'll buy that. If you think he can be coached into doing it, and you see more than on the tape in college, I think that's what makes it so intriguing. And it's damn hard. I understand it's hard. Our decisions, our opinions at the end of the day don't matter. We are not making the call on April 25th. It's not Yurko. It's not Carmen. It's not Black. It's not Abdallah calling the commissioner's office, calling the NFL, saying Here, the pick is in. It's Ryan Poles. And so he's got to get it right, and there's a lot of pressure. But the biggest, I think, fear of any evaluator that's really looking at the tape and really wondering and saying, I'm not so sure about Caleb, it's seeing some of the things that have, I think, held Justin back in his three years in the league. And so now you got to figure out, can Caleb make that transition? Can he do those things? Can is you coach at, him up to it? Is he at least where Justin, Justin is. is right now? Yeah. Is he there? When he comes in the first day, is he a better player than Justin Fields is? And you have to make that determination. You have to make that determination. And it doesn't have to be better. Is he there? Is he there? Is he just maybe a little bit less? And will it take him a much shorter time to become a great player? Right. NFL right. quarterback. Right. That's what you ask yourself. That's what you ask yourself. Yes. Get it right, Ryan Poles. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Crosstalk is about 15 minutes away. Black and Abdallah tonight, 630 to 8.30. Don't miss the boys a little bit later. Watch us every day on YouTube. Make sure you click and subscribe to the station's YouTube page. And make sure you've got the ESPN Chicago app on your smartphone. Tell your family, tell your friends. LD on the south side. What up, LD? Hey, guys. What's up? So I just wanted to chime in on, um, in particular, the whole time between Justin Fields and um, Caleb Williams. Okay. I'll start with Caleb Williams. When I went back to uh, check out his play, I started with the Notre Dame game because that's supposed to be one of the, his worst games for the year. And what I noticed with him, when he would when he would um, drop back and the play would break down, I noticed that he was holding on to the ball because he was trying to wait for his receivers to become open uh, and extend the play. And once somebody was open, bam, the ball was getting to them. But with, Jay, with, with Justin Fields, when he would hold on to the ball, it was because he was having issues. And what I noticed about Caleb Williams, he always seemed like he was in control. And so as far as I'm concerned, in terms of hold time, if, if you're a quarterback that feels like you're in control, I would rather work with someone like that. If I'm an if I'm a, a offensive coordinator, I would rather work with him and to get him out of the so-called hero play versus Justin Fields, somebody that's obviously having issues when they start to hold on to the ball. Okay. What do you guys think about that? Uh, 
I, I, there's probably a I lot mean, of if that's these analysis in the and uh, the look that he's gotten that the, that he feels he goes hey I'm more comfortable with Caleb Williams because he thinks Caleb Williams has more of it figured out than our guy here Justin Fields that it's more he's further advanced and more figured out so if that's his analysis and that's what he sees then. You know, I haven't watched a ton of film on it. He's done the homework on it right now. I think they. I think it's an issue sometimes for both of them because there's. I think it's worse with Justin because Justin's. I don't think Justin has as much of a willingness to keep his eyes. He's been better at times, but to keep his eyes down the field. If I'm going to fairly analyze both of the quarterbacks, this is what I've got to do. I've got to break it down to their on time throws. On time, back through. Give me all their on time throws and let me see who throws the best ball. Mm. Okay? Now, give me them where they wait between this and this, and then why do they wait? What, what, what's the reason for the waiting? Mm. And then in their on time throws, and if you see a hesitation, put all the hesitations together. Who's got more of the hesitations? Why are they hesitant? Just reluctant to throw the ball into a tight area? Yeah, I think that's a problem for right. Justin. Or is it there was nothing there and I've got to go? Justin was the only quarterback. This is, again, we'll do the 20% of the base dropback number. So this is 44 graded quarterbacks by PFF during the season. 44 NFL quarterbacks. Justin was the only quarterback that had an average time to throw of over three seconds. And here's the the only one I want to look at. Give me plays that broke down by Blitz. You know, Blitz, they've broken down and it was a scramble. Now we're off schedule, right? Yes. I want off schedule plays on both parties, and I want to see how they handle off schedule plays. I have a feeling Justin Fields can handle some off schedule stuff pretty good. Yeah, I think so. Because uh, Blitz is under duress, causing people to miss, and getting something positive out of that. And how many of those become that over the course of a year? And then judge both of them on that also. Off schedule plays. Mm, yeah, like is that going into the, is that going into the data? I mean, because they're doing right. average time to throw on dropbacks. Right. But yeah, if there's red a... rum instantaneously. Right, guys coming hot off the corner. My guy got caught up. I've got nothing okay. there. Here, and I got to roll. The number I'm looking at, I just I clicked on the key to be sure. Okay, that's only the average time to throw on any dropback that results in a pass attempt. Okay, so they're taking those runs out, right. York. Everything's out, yeah. yeah. So they're taking but, those I, But out. I'm just saying, and I'm not just relying upon no, no, those I, numbers. I, I know. I'm relying upon the film breakdown right. that my, my crew's going to. I got I'm, I'm going to ask them to break it down in this. To and see. then they're going to go and they're going to divide all the plays and I'm going to compare the two. That should that is, that would be productive yeah. for if, their, right. Yeah, it for would the, be productive for the Bears. I'm talking about for yeah. the Bears. But just so everybody knows too, those are that that 3.05 seconds was the most by a mile in the NFL. And that's only average time on dropbacks that did result in a pass attempt. I mean, the next closest guy was Russell Wilson at 2.89. And all you see then are little uh, hundredths of a difference. You know, right. hundredths yeah. of a difference between like the next dozen guys. Justin two was seven a, five, two seven six, exactly. two seven four. Justin was three oh five. The next closest was two eight nine. That's a mile in what we're talking about. Because the differences are so infinitesimal amongst the other quarterbacks. Let's go to Nick in Rockford. What's up, Nick? Hey, guys. How you doing today? Good. Hey, so I want to talk about that first-round mock guy, Daniel Kelly, the scout. Yes. You guys got to do a little background on this guy. Because if you go on Twitter, you see that his whole shtick, and guys have made compilations of his calls over the years, basically a strategy 
is he takes any highly touted player and he labels them a bust. And then if they do bust, he just brings them up and say, hey, look, I called it. And he never looks at, hey, look at all the guys that were good that you said were going to suck. Um, and then when he criticizes Caleb Williams on Twitter, like just the other day, he posted this picture or, you know, video mm-hmm. broadcast footage, not all 22, of Caleb uh, evading pressure against, I think it was UCLA, and then he throws it away when he's got a receiver like in the flat. He clearly throws it away as he's getting tackled. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, Caleb Williams crumbled, crumbled under pressure and throws an air ball 2023 against UCLA. Mm. And it's like anybody can see that he's just getting rid of the ball. And then he turns off comments on Twitter so nobody oh. can, like, roast him in the comments. That's and then you see that there's more quote tweets than likes on it because people are just lighting him up in the quote tweets. He has his so comments anyway, turned off. He has his comments turned off on, on X. Anything he does with Caleb Williams, he turns the comments off. I, don't want I can tag you guys in it. I, I, I don't want him on anymore, Nick. You're right. I'm serious. Nick's right. Turn it off the comments. Stop it. Stop it. Nick, can't, thank you. You can't do that, Carm. I think a lot of draft guys are like this, you guys. I know. That's why you can't get too wrapped up into it. We present it to you. We hear it. We see it. We'll present it to you. We're not telling you it's gospel. Believe right. me. We're not. Do you want me to pull the request now? No, we can still, we can still throw them on. I'm just kidding. We'll throw on. But it is kind of like, come on, what are you turning your comments off for? Listen, man. What? I, I'm not I'm not saying he should or shouldn't. You're in the media. You yeah, can turn yeah, your yeah. comments I get off. That. You're being you're you're but critic, you're the being stuff critical. That we put out and the comments people make when we say anything about Justin Fields. I know, but it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, it's but ridiculous. But you know it, Adam, deep down. You know, we don't we shouldn't we we're giving our opinions. People can give them back. Like well, of you course. Should, you know, we don't turn off a, a comments no, in this no. business. No, there's a billion idiots everywhere. Yeah, I mentally course, turn right. them off. Okay, that's fine. I never look at them. Who cares? You can comment until the cows come home. I never look at them. That's fine. Well, if you choose to do that, that's fine. I do choose to do that. I'll tell you what I think. That's it, period. You don't like it? Too bad. Go you like sand. It? You like it? Great. You don't like it? Too bad. You want to go to Danny and Schaumburg? Yeah. Uh, where's Danny? Hello, Daniel. Hey, guys. Did did the actual JC call into the show today? He, you know, the one that suffered, died, and buried, and then on the third day rose again to he, fulfill the scriptures? He might have, because that voice, that's what, I mean, like John Facenda. It was like from heaven. That was a voice from heaven. That was a voice from he, above. I wish he would have blessed the show. He should have did a prayer. Didn't he say he's a minister? He's a minister. With a voice like that, can you imagine? Uh, guys, I feel worse after the, Sil- the Waddle and Sylvie Caleb Williams uh, interview with the uh, coward last week. I, re- I think he does talk to the kid, and I don't think the kid wants to come here. Because a couple of times he like slipped up. He's like, well, he said, or uh, uh, his team said, uh, I, I just... Mm. You know what did Dick, what did Coach Dicker say? Or used to play the drop. Let him go. If the guy doesn't want to come here, stay away. I don't want him. Well, if he doesn't want to come here, yeah, I would think that they're going to have to pivot. Danny, thanks. If they get word of that at any point, you don't want to come here. I'll keep Skyler. Keep Skyler. Yeah, Justin Skyler Fields. It's oh, I didn't know. Name. I didn't know that, oh, that was yeah. Justin's middle name. Yeah, I'm keeping Skyler. Learn something new every day. Justin Skyler Fields. How about that? I did not know that. That's a little ditty for you right there, well done, three years done. in. Well done. Huh? Yeah, I never knew his middle name. I just looked at it. That's why I said it. I didn't know it either. If they get word he doesn't want to come here, I guess the Bears will have to pivot. If he threatens to hold out. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. We'll see. But I don't think it's going to happen. Are you ready for crosstalk? I've been ready for crosstalk for three days now. Let's do it. Yeah. We're going to uh, take a quick break. When we come back, Waddle and Sylvie will be in our State Street studios. We'll crosstalk with the guys, see how their weekend was. And uh, we'll be back in just a few. I've got the final word.
Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. You're supposed to be doing a te- detective, detective story. Detective story. Not uh, David Duchovny's old show. Right. Well, X-Files. I even, what are we doing, X-Files? I would even take that. Yeah. If you told me it was like aliens have landed in the North Pole and they're they're doing X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. But I don't watch. I'm not doing I'm not, it. I didn't sign up for the ring. I didn't I, sign I, up I, for this crap. So I'm done. Carmen. I'm done with it. You had enough. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Thanks for listening and calling today. Thank you to Black and Abdallah who are on tonight after Waddle and Sylvie until 830. It's time for Crosstalk. Boys are here kicking off. Super Bowl week. We talked a lot about the stadium today, too. You know, we didn't get a chance on Friday. Yeah. It was a lot. It, I heard you guys coming well, what in. What a pivot. Was, it sure sounds like all of a sudden. I, I, I mean, I just read the article earlier today, too, and, and like there's a great part in the midway section of it that talks about money that may be available that, that Reinsdorf has kind of set his sights on and maybe got ahead of the Bears in terms of getting that money. That's yeah. why Jerry maybe jumped this whole thing a couple weeks ago. You know, he's talking to the mayor in Nashville, and then he's like, oh, wait, there's another opportunity? Says all that debt. Beat well, the, the Bears. There's like a 480-some million in bond debt that's all going to be done by, like, 2032, and then the, it's going to open up again. So Because they're going to keep those bonds, like they're going to roll those over to the whatever the yeah. new development is, that city. that the, the, And the, I think the, the request has to be in before the end of the calendar year this year mm. if, in fact, you're going to apply for that. The 2% tax on the hotel, right? That's what it is. It's the 2% hotel tax. It's a lot of stuff. If only the Illinois Sports Authority could help with free agency (laughs) with Jerry's teams. (laughs) Then they'd be a juggernaut. Or maybe they should have have final say over whether or not the Bulls trade people. Oh, God. Well, you can... Look like you can close the book on that. Hold on, they might not have done it if you're, anyway. If you're, if, if, if you're Zach Levine and they're like, okay, this is really heating up, you're going to go to the piss. Oh, oh piss my arm, I think it's broken. Oh, my arm. Did you stop short perfectly on a piss on purpose? Yes, I did. Yes, the Detroit <laughs> the pissons. Piss. The pissons. Yeah, all of a sudden he's like, wait, I'm going to go wait. to Detroit? Oh, I think I need some surgery. Uh, there it was the I, I, only thing to watch Sunday or Friday night. I think it was, it was Saturday. Friday, Saturday night. Saturday, yeah. Saturday, yeah, yeah. And Stacy and Adam were they were getting after it because the Bulls were coming Third, back. Thirty so point my, comeback. So almost. my son in law, who's got a couple of drinks, and he goes, "I'm gonna put some money down on the Bulls oh, on the money line." I go, God. "Give me your money, and I'm gonna light it on fire because there's no chance they're gonna beat the Sacramento Kings in a comeback." Come on, this young is- people. Young people, there was just a, I, I did not see the CBS piece, the uh, 60 Minutes piece. Bleck was talking, to, uh, telling us about it. But I saw Jeremy Schapp's piece on Outside the Lines yesterday morning about gambling on college campuses. Oh, really? Yeah, and how bad it is for young kids, young men in college. And Bleck was saying um, 60 Minutes did one on, you know, like anything else, 
on our phones these days and these powerful algorithms, how they're very targeted. For younger they're Very people. specific. Not even just young people, but how they get you with stuff like that. Oh, look at the updated eye. And then yeah. you should turn you should pro- I do not have notifications on my gambling apps, uh, nor do I think anybody should, because they're very much pushing those out. Look what just happened. My, my notifications the are making says, a comeback. And your 19 parlay yeah. for $5 did not hit. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's dangerous Listen, stuff. The power so you should be careful. The power of suggestion is great, but it is up to that individual mm. to keep his account loaded to access his account and go look at his account. He's still pressing everything to get to where he needs to get. Mm. Okay, so to, to just kind of eliminate personal responsibility. Well, I would say turn up the notifications because it might help. And accountability, though, just to eliminate that and say, oh, poor college student. Hey, idiot, quit gambling. Not as Period. easy for everybody, Yerk. Is the, do they have that notification? That'd be awesome. Sure. Yeah. Hey, idiot, notification. Fact, I'm going to come up with that notification. That's good. That's that's the app I'm going to come up with. Hey, idiot. Yeah. Get off your phone. That's what you call the app is Hey, hey idiot. idiot. That's right. Here, this is, is the hey problem. Idiot app? I don't think the gambling sites are going to let you tie into their system because no. they don't want the idiots. It doesn't matter. In my program will sense it through the phone. Just like. And we'll just automatically. It's going to your bio rhythm. Hey, idiot. I locked you out. Good luck making so this. So you can't make this idiotic bet because you're a. Moron! Moron! Hey, there you idiot go. app. Let's see. That's hey, idiot app. Is there already one see, out there? No it's got to be able to read your biorhythm, so otherwise it doesn't know whether or not you're My gambling. I don't think there is, Yerk. You, you no should develop app. it. I'm telling you. Right. Knock some sense. Tied into kids. many uh, many of your apps. Many well, you have to be 18 to have Well, one, listen, right? yeah. my yeah. Jakey tied up into an app, and he was doing himself a little bit of gambling. And I said, it's all fun and games until you lose. And let me tell you, you're going to tell me when you win. But the one time you win, you're going to tell me. The 50 times you lose, you won't say a word. It's the old, old Floyd Mayweather right. uh, That's adage, well, I mean, right? Floyd always told you when he told you about the gambling winners. losers edict. Yeah. That's what they do. Well, look, I hit this one race. Yeah, well, what about the 50 you didn't hit? Yeah. Right. No, yeah, not, not a peep, huh? Yeah. Mike, what about the money you're still chasing? Uh, Mike yeah. and I start every odds couple with winners and losers. Because it is, people should know. And I then mean, don't right blame everybody that. else. Look in the mirror. Blame yourself. That's who you blame for being an idiot when it comes to gambling. <laughs> like no. when you're chasing Hawaii, all of a sudden Yurko's uh, right. disclaimer comes on yeah. late at night on late a football night. Saturday. Idiot. Hey, idiot. Don't chase Hawaii. That's but, right. But you know, shy of it locking you out. My hey, idiot. Just app. the, just the uh, notification now, alone is probably not going to do enough to alter you know what, that Carmen, person's the one thing that dopamine I, rush I've you know, noticed, that they get from gambling. I've noticed the one thing over the course of time, the guys that do it well and the guys that do it professionally. Yeah. Like they're Carmen. not betting 75,000 games. No, no, of course not. you got to pick they, a couple of games. They have targeted what they know to be a situation where something's been misdone. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, he doesn't care because he talks about it openly yeah. a lot. So the day, remember when we had Football Fest? Yeah. Last year on that Sunday, it was opening weekend of college, remember? But it was like week zero. Yeah, I mean, yeah week zero. And uh, I like had made zero. one bet, and it was the, the only bet I had made that weekend was Notre Dame. And Notre Dame covered. Um, and Big Cat, <laughs> Big Cat says to me, he goes, when we were up backstage, you know, we had gotten there early. He goes, how many bets you make this week? I said, I only made one. I said, I had Notre Dame yesterday, and they covered. He's like, one? And he goes, 
I've got 14. He's like, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> He's like, how do you have that discipline? I was like, it's week zero. The board kind of sucked. I'm like, yeah. there was one game I felt great about. It was Notre Dame covering. Notre Dame covered. I won winner. It was hilarious. He's like, I, had four, I, I made 14 bets. I'm like, don't make 14 bets. When you, you should know, never be making 14 bets on a weekend. Now, Big Cat's got so much discretionary income, yeah. he's fine. But okay? I think he, he gets but, a stipend from his wife who allocates a certain amount of money might. for his gambling desires. I, 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 she controls the cash. Okay, well, then that's smart. And he's, yeah. got a, he's got a safety net built in, so he's smart. Yeah. You really need to have something like that if you're the kind of person that needs action on 10 games. I could go a whole college and pro weekend where I might have three games bet. Sometimes it's as many as six. That's probably the most. Yeah. But that's it. I, there's not 10 bets a weekend. There, there's there's <laughs> not maybe, 15 Maybe bets. for you there aren't, Carl. Uh, you can't. You're going to lose, guys. Hey, do you think we should? Derek Stevens from Circa is joining us at four today. We th- we'll float this Hey Idiot app thing past him. <laughs> <laughs> See if he wants to partner up. With I love Derek. Yeah, let and me D- find out. Well, let me tell you why. That way at least it'll give him like um, a- an area where he can say, well, I put the warning out there, you know? If we see a little too much action coming from an individual whose account's being affected in a negative manner, we can throw the Hey Idiot notification out there. It's called the disclaimer. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, idiot. What are you doing? I'm born with that, uh, Carm. You've seen me on the gambling tables with a Hey Idiot app. In my brain. Oh, yes. As so I'm like, uh, but, as I'm listen, playing blackjack, I'm like, hey, you know what? I just rather for, But people you know, are right. different. For it, Sylvie, right. he's got the built-in mechanism. It's, it's built in. I, I, I'm right. like, it, I'm working tell you too this. hard yes. for this. Like, but not everybody has that, Sylvie. If you go use your ATM card to try to get money out, there's usually a limit on what card yes. you can take in a 24-hour period. And yeah. that's kind of to protect you from yourself. Yes. Okay, that's that's what it's that's kind the of hey there idiot. for. That's the hey, idiot banking function. That would stop somebody from clearing out their bank account. Or if there was fraud, you'd only be able to lose just a limited amount if somebody stole your ATM card, had all your keys, you were kidnapped, blah, blah, blah. They could only do so much damage. Yeah. I think Johnny should should run our security, you know, seminars on, you know, we got to constantly... Check things yeah. out on our oh boy, station I, I, got my, I got the month of February. So Me too. Yeah. Pipeline. I'm yeah. just like I said, can we please, for the love of everything holy, but watch out for new bad ways. actors. There's new ways that they're coming at you. They're coming at you with seven different types of smoke. You've got to know that. All right. The bad so actors. just when yeah, you think, actors. yeah, just when you think you've got something down, people are horrible. They're coming at you with something different. People oh, are people horrible. Are. You know, used to be a Nigerian prince, you know. Now they've switched up their their, their ways. The Nigerian prince what's is the, what's the new uh, what's the new scam? Did you see Beekeeper yet? No, not yet. Beekeeper? No? I haven't seen it yet. Justin Statham? No, nobody's seen it. Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. Jason, Thank you. Yeah, Who just called in about Jason Statham? Oh, it was the guy last week with you guys. He was hilarious. The old guy yeah. who was... I, I texted T, uh, you guys. What was it? T, uh, TL it or something? Triple T or whatever. Triple T? Whoever it was. Yeah, he was so T. funny. He was so funny. Nobody on the Beekeeper, huh? You guys are all so busy. Nobody can make it to the theater? Is I have not. what's happening? I, I have not. Guys, I'll get there at Beekeeper? some point. I'll see it'll be on, it'll be on streaming sooner rather than later. Everybody wasting their time on the, well, it's on the, the same. Grammys. It's the Problem. same thing with Equalizer oh, Three. It's the same premise. Yeah, he yeah. go basically goes out to search because he feels bad because someone swindled the pension fund of like an old iron worker yes. in Boston or a bricklayer, you know, yeah. a, a mason that's in Boston. And that's uh, the other one. That's the Equalizer. I'm just yeah. saying, like that is you know there are those scams out there. You got to be careful. We're constantly worried with our kids on the phone. I'm like, you oh got, yeah. And they pretty much know because we drill it in. Like, do not ever click on a link. You don't ever. You know what they tell you not to also 
don't charge your phone at like airports. Yeah, I know. Plugging them in yeah. different places because th- this that's been the, oh, a new scam as well. Because has. then they basically just kind of it's like copy when they your took phone. Your credit card information at the gas station yeah, when they just when they plug that, that in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a People sudden it's like, like go, putting a fake don't one. Don't have out. an outlet, a fancy outlet. Look, there's yeah. twelve of them in there. Everybody, oh, please come fu- plug that's, your phone in here. The next thing you know, that's a scary. Your phone is somebody else's phone now. Bastards! I was thinking of Yurko over the weekend. Somebody. Jakarta now has your phone. Oh. I had to stop at uh, Old Orchard. I haven't been to the mall in a while, and I had to stop at uh, Warby Parker for for oh, eyeglasses. Like sure. I'm I'm getting old. I Car. like Warby Parker. I got I, I'm oh. getting glasses. Those are nice. And uh, I had to walk through Nordstrom to get there. Sure. And I haven't been through like an anchor department store in any mall in years. Really? And I remember I grew up right by Old Orchard Mall in Skokie. Like three blocks away, that used to be my hometown mall. And I, I looked around and I said, the hustle and bustle of this store is something right now. It's, mm. I miss this a little bit. And I said, the good kid's kind of right. He's onto something. I, I miss the hustle and bustle of a good anchor store. Sometimes it's nice store. to get out and about just to do a little people watching. Yes, like the shoe department was hopping. Oh, yeah. The oh, men's store God. was My guy would have been there, Al Vajignac. <laughs> he's got to drop his feet. Feeling women's yeah, feet. He's, he's the foot guy back in the day. Moment Carmen, of silence. You would have liked it. Moment of silence for Al Vajignac. Thank you very much. No longer with us. He went into the back and got a lady her shoes and put them on and was massaging yeah, her feet arrested, as he was putting her dude. shoes on. He did get arrested. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you get arrested for that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Foot fondler. What a foot Where was fondler. this at? At, Nor- at the, super- uh, the department Cayman store. City, yeah. At a shoe, you know, women's shoe department. Why don't you try this on without a sock? I mean, he, he this- threw his keys down in a, like a, a, a Jewel Osco. Oh, he, he threw his keys remember. down so he can get close to her feet. That's the, Went he, to pick him up and he stay. He deserved to be yeah. behind bars. Well, you know yeah. what? What are you going to do? Some guys just can't control Is themselves. Is he there now? When Is they he see, he's dead. When oh. He's gone. That's a moment of silence. We did the moment of silence. Yeah. Did he get the death penalty or no. did he die naturally? What does that mean? He died a natural Oh, I don't I mean. Come on, man. You got to not bust Elvage like that. Elvage. Well, he deserves to be buzzing, it sounds like. It's kind of good. Well, he did. The police got him, Carm. Right, good. They charged him. Good, good, good. good. I don't know if he ever did any hard time. I don't know. We're going to make sure you never see feet again. They just showed him Good hands. Imagine they punished him by just showing him hands. Putting him in a maximum security crazy. prison. They drove him crazy. Yeah, we're just going to show you hands. No feet. Oh, uh, God. Did you guys watch uh, the Grammys? No, no. I did not no, watch not one second of it. No. I don't watch one second either. Yeah. I saw somebody got uh, got arrested, though. I saw the oh, highlights. Yeah. Killer Mike? Is that yeah. who it was? Yes. Killer Mike I, I got arrested? I saw that on social. The yeah. guy that won... For, what did he do? He uh, had an altercation with a security guard, I think, prior to the right. event. He he won, like, three of the big categories in rap, and then they were hauling him out of the handcuffs. At wow. The end of but he got to go. He did something yeah. before. He got yeah. all the he awards. He got to go. Right, he got all the it awards. It seems like he that's what the award shows do. He got you know, his accolades. Like, like the you, yeah, right you just there. walked up well, and, and slapped the, the man show. on stage. I, I, sit down and enjoy the show. Get your Oscar. We'll I think arrest you pe- later. People were talking about it that like Killer Mike goes to, you know, gets arrested afterwards. Will Smith walked completely walked free after Ridiculous. slapping uh, Chris well, Rock. They probably Ridiculous. took him downtown. They, they booked him and released him on his own recognizance. That's what I would think. I had to guess. That way he can uh, attend some of the Grammy parties. I have no Where idea. he proceeded to beat up a security guard. <laughs> Do you think, like, when you, know. you know, he Allegedly. meets his, Allegedly. you know, his significant other's parents, like, she introduces him as Killer Mike? Killer Mike, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mom, I want you to meet Killer Mike. Killer Mike, Mom. 
He's killing it in the rap game. I doubt it. No. I doubt it. Okay. Yeah, I think that's just for you wouldn't do that. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't. I don't know. I wa- I I also watched uh, the latest Hi, episode Mom. of True uh, True Detective. detective. Yeah. And I, I told you, yeah, Carve two episodes ago. It's my good friend Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, it's trending in a bad place. My concern was that it was going to go supernatural. Yeah. And, last and it feels night. like did you watch last did. night? You yeah. said, yeah, yeah. yeah. too much, right? I you agree? Yeah, too much. You're trying too hard. I let it go. You completely. You've stopped. You completely flipped yeah. it. Yeah. You never watched. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, this Season is Carm. This is my my th- my battle cry. Is is you've got Jodie Foster in it, who's one of the best mm-hmm. actresses in modern what an actress. film history, and you feel the need that you have to take it down supernatural well, lane. It's like you, Sylvie said. It's you're not doing a detective story then. Right. Yeah, it's not. Uh, true. This is called True Detective. I thought we were tuning in for a detective yeah, story, true not detective. the Ring. X Files. I. I, I but even X-Files I'd be okay with because it could be interesting. It could be aliens. Yeah. But, like, now we're doing Yeah, ghosts? you know what? If what? We, whenever this one's over, they'll come out yeah. with another one in a year, I'm and out. I'll still be I'm out. Still will be they, watching. or will this lose the lust? I hope this is yeah. it if this ends What you call it? Uh, Curb was good. I thought Curb was good, Curb, too. Curb, I'm in. I'm out on True Detective. Didn't watch it. Out on Curb. You're not going to finish True Detective? I might not. You I don't like to. it. I don't like the genre. you got to see it to the end, though. I stopped through two. Or, like, it's in the hopper. But you guys are now <sighs> kind of persuading me to not go to three and four. It's a hate no watch good. right now. Yeah, no good. You shouldn't have to hate watch. There's too many good things on television right now. I I hate watched the last like, couple seasons of Lost years ago. And I have never, never forgiven myself. It. And I sort of said, uh, why would I hate watch something? Yeah, but we, th- like you had to see that through. Yeah. You I'm had to see mad to this day. I'm mad got, to this day. Yeah. I never watched yeah. it. Not one episode. Mad to this day, Sylvie. Like, episode. why should I hate watch something? Let it go. You know, like, why would I finish it? I, I should have been watching the Grammys last night. I could have seen Luke Combs for the first time. You'd never seen Luke Combs? Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman? That was great. It was fantastic. You didn't know that he covered her song? No. He said he wouldn't know who Luke Combs was. I big had fella. never seen him Very until successful, this fella. morning. Very successful. I've heard the name. If yeah. you said who's Luke Combs, he's yeah. a country singer. Yeah. I don't know what he looked big, like. I've never heard fella. one of his he songs. Had a, he had a fast car. Yeah. Well, well there was a beautiful rendition. They did. Sure. She still sounds awesome. I heard she hasn't performed in public in a oh, really long like 15 time. Years I think that's what made last night so special. Yeah. Right, yeah. She sounded great. I saw highlights I this morning. I did see. I saw the Dean Richards. The Dean Richards that. had some highlights. You are Dean Richards' number one fan. Yes. He's my guy. 100%. I know. WGN. Paul Conrad's my guy. They're, they're all great. They're How the great. hell did Paul Conrad not, not get the job that Skilling just Paul left? Paul Conrad. I mean, Does he want it, though? On? Would, would Paul oh, Conrad Conrad's want... been there forever. But Paul Conrad, I don't think, wants like to be a meteorologist. He's a morning guy. Yeah, he's an entertainer. He doesn't want to leave Robin's side. He doesn't side. want a six-minute uh, He doesn't want to leave Baumgartner. Baumgartner's, you know, his gal, you know? Yeah, why would he They've been to... partners for so long, they, they got a good be thing lost going. without her. He doesn't want to break that He up. doesn't want to have to work hard. I like good his crew. gig in the morning. I think he's a very good gig. Hard, what are you talking about? You're he works saying... six to ten. Are you kidding me? Nine at nine. You ever see the stuff they do where he gets to sit and take the complaints from everybody? Where he does the WGN nine information desk, and he sits there and, and takes he takes everyone's complaints. Precious, <laughs> that's funny. They go precious. through the refrigerator and get all the old stuff, and they eat it to Boy, see if it's edible. It would be dead. funny if we just took turns, like I mean, listening to a complaint line. I hope Tracy's not be awesome. to this because Tracy will be mad at me. It is a super. Every once in a while, I tune into Channel Seven. Combination of personalities. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm saying, I hope she's really. not listening. Yeah. Real nice. She's that's a our girl. She, yeah, but Tracy's. 
Loyal to us. We're loyal to Tracy. She's probably yeah, some she's of probably us. getting ready to go to bed right now, isn't she? Probably. Oh, this stuff. I think this one she sneaks a couple hours. Yeah. The waits for the kids to get home and then, you know, got some vittles bed for every night some at six. And some vittles. Yeah, vittles. Six o'clock, isn't it's it? Tough. Isn't it bedtime? Six o'clock? Pro- oh, pr- probably even before that, I would think. Yeah. It's a she's, tough life, man. She's never seen the Grammys because she's in bed already. Yeah. she got to watch it on a replay the next day. Mm-hmm. By the way, did Highlights you... Highlights in the morning. Hey, look, Miley's barely dressed. Wonderful. She won. Yeah, she looked great. Did she not think her dad? Is there like a rift between her no, and her dad? No, there's not a rift between her and her dad. Don't because know. she she sent something out on social media, no. too, on Instagram and didn't thank her daddy. She loves her peppy. Don't Are you know. sure? Yeah. She still got a mullet? Don't know. Don't care. He? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But she looked good last night. I don't know. She yeah. looks good all the time. She what do does. you mean? Yeah, Miley's a good looking girl. How about Dua Lipa? Dua Lipa, yes. I thought you didn't see the... She's the a Kosovo Albanian. Did you know that? No, I did yeah, not. There I had go. no idea. Just think about that. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, think about it. No, I said think about that. She's half, half, that Kosovo, Kosovo yeah. half Albanian? Yeah, well, she's from Kosovo, but she's Albanian, part of that Kosovo region. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, you didn't know that? I had no idea. Lipa means beautiful, by the way, Does in my it? language. Does yes. it? language? What does do. Dua mean? Dua means two. Two. Two beautiful. Two beautiful. There you go. T-W-O or T-O-O? T-W-O. Yeah, Do it seems like. How about that? It's amazing. Worry about that. How about that? Nobody knew that. I'm glad. I'm giving you guys a little bit of information every day on this show. Always something. He knows everything about everything. His breakdown of what the breakdown of the horse racing industry in this state is spot on. It's it's fascinating to listen to. Fascinating. It tore down a beautiful world class racing at Arlington. Now you're not going to even use the Now you're not even going to use it. I mean, what the hell are you doing? Now you got a place you haven't even paid for in the lakefront, and you want to get rid of that, turn it into a park for we, dogs and we, animals and such. We were we were yelling about that upstairs. Yeah. We were we were uh, with Danny and we, everybody. We were wondering like, we talked a lot about doing? it today. What are what, what yeah, like right. again? It, what what is the, what's what what's the goal here? Like, doesn't it seem like reading this? Like, they're staying in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, no, they are, and I and I think maybe it's just because the city is now just handing it over. Like Brandon Johnson wants to to give them what they want because Lori Lightfoot kicked kicked them out and ruined her, ruined the reputation and everything like that. Now the mayor is doing and giving them on a silver platter what they want to get them back. Right. But for the fan experience, how is it going to be better? You still have the lake to the east. You still have the railroad tracks to the west. How are there going to be any more tailgate um, uh, lots and spots? You got, you got Lakeshore Drive, Dusable, Lakeshore you Drive, what I'm saying. right there. Not even a track. You got a ten lane high thoroughfare there, right? And, like, then the track. and then the track. When you when when you leave and you want to go north, oftentimes oh. north is cut off. Is cut off, yeah. and you have to go south to go north to to then weave around to go north. So. You can't go east. You can't go west. Sometimes you can't even go north. You can only go right? south. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you leave the park. When you le- yeah. When you leave, yeah. you got go so- to go south. I have to go south. And in order to, to walk, go north. in order to walk, you have to go through a maze. You're like a rat in a in a maze. And how is it going to be better for the fan? It's that. So what what are you fixing? I'm basically recusing myself. I told Yurko today. I don't go to Soldier Field. I'll never go to Soldier Field. I don't care where it is. 
Would you, I, I don't, would you go to no. a ballpark up in Arlington? I mean, I'd go to check out a new building, but no, I'll yeah. never be a season ticket holder. Sundays yeah. are for my couch and my yeah. televisions and football. I think you can I, see or the, a road yeah. trip. I still yeah. and I, Danny. You, you we, better get peacock. We, we go on a road trip. Let's go. I'll do that. You see a new stadium. It's a new experience. Like, like when you go I, to Kansas I won't City, go to Soldier Field. You have thousands upon thousands of tailgating spots. For everyone to party together. You yeah. don't have that at Soldier. And if you're going to build on the South Lot, where are they? Now, maybe they are good. Maybe they got a plan. And maybe I'll wait and hear them explain this to me. Maybe they're going to knock down the old McCormick place. I would think they would. Like, like I would hope so. Oh, but, how could you not? But, but I, I, like, this is what I want to hear. I want the toilets. How I'm could you fine not? with them keeping it in the city if they can solve some of the concerns that we've all had. Get get me get me a better in and out. Get me more tailgate spots. You can't. You have to win a lottery to get a tailgate space. Not everyone who wants to tailgate can tailgate. Yeah, well, you got to go down to Thirty First Street. If, if you're going to do this, don't you want to do this in kind of a grand fashion and not just kind of recreate something that's just nicer? Don't right. you want to create paradise? Yeah. You want to create an experience so that it's not just a football game. It's an event. That's why I thought oh, all along it would be Arlington, because the property seems perfect. Yeah. And they spent $200 million to buy it. I don't get it. They have leveled, like Yurko said, the Arlington Park racetrack. They spent money demolishing that. 312-332-3776. And then uh, the Caleb Williams story has been, if you thought this is going away, it only has been uh, turned up even more. And, and we've got some audio to play from a lot of power brokers in the NFL. We'll play all that coming right. up. But uh, if you want to weigh in on the stadium, uh, we'll do that. Waddle has not had a chance to give us his thoughts. That This was a story that broke during the show Late on Friday. Friday. Yes. Yeah. Thanks to Crane Chicago Business. Yeah. All right, boys. Have a wonderful show. Don't forget, Thursday we're at Twin Peaks in Warrenville. You can hang with us. We'll see you tomorrow.